This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 16th of August. Jazzy boy, listen to this. Bendigo Bank says it's the little bank, yeah. but it just scored its first cash profit over $500 million for the full year. Not bad to be Bendigo Bank. Mm-hmm. Speaking of profits, B-Man, a state-owned oil giant called Saudi Aramco, mm-hmm. they've made the biggest profit in history. Oh, boy. $68 billion for the second quarter alone. Wow. To put that into perspective, that is $700 million in profit every single day, and now I know why my petrol's been so expensive. <laughs> Three swashbuckling stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Twiggy Forest, the Australian mining magnate, is launching a new health tech fund, and a bunch of that cash is going straight to MDMA <laughs> research. From Pilbara to Pills? <laughs> what is the story here, Brett? Okay, so Andrew Twiggy Forest is an Aussie mining billionaire known for founding Fortescue Metals Group. But these days, he's best known for his private investment group called Tatarang. The group's been around since 2001 mm-hmm. and it owns everything from farms to hotels to plant-based textiles to R.M. Williams. Great shoes, by the way. Mm-hmm. And now, Tatarang's in the spotlight again. But this time, it's all about MDMA, mm. a.k.a. the drug known as ecstasy or Mali in the US. <laughs> That's right. You heard correctly, FlexFam. One of Tatarang's first investments is in a company named Emiria, which is a Perth-based company working on MDMA-based therapy. Wow. So what is the key learning here? After decades of being dismissed, MDMA and other psychedelic drugs are now being poised to enter the mainstream of modern medicine. And this market is big and this market is growing. The global psychedelic drugs market is predicted to be worth $6.3 billion by 2026. And that's because there's now a growing evidence that controlled doses of MDMA can help with mental illnesses like depression, PTSD, OCD. Next minute, Twiggy opening up a bush rave too. (laughs) For our second story, Google's in big trouble with the consumer watchdog after being dishonest about data sharing. Ah, Google has had its fair share of controversies over the years. Tell me more. Okay, quick history lesson on Google and data here, Jazzy Mm -hmm. Boy. You've got the Google Plus social network data breach. That was back in 2018. Where around 500,000 users' data was exposed. And you've got the Project Nightingale scandal in 2019. Where identifiable medical data from up to 50 million Americans was passed into Google's hands without the patient. Even knowing. And now we've got the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission giving Google a pretty strong slap on the wrist. A $60 million slap on the wrist, <laughs> to be exact, B Man. <laughs> and uh, so, what did Google do to warrant such a hefty punishment? Well, between 2017 and 2018, Google was misleading some Aussie customers about how it was using their location data. Get this up to 1.3 million Google accounts likely viewed a screen that indicated Google wasn't collecting their personal location data on Android devices. But, spoiler alert, <laughs> they were. And the data was potentially used to help serve them targeted ads. And now Google and the ACCC have agreed on a hefty fine to help settle the score. So what is the key learning here? Consumers are becoming more and more sceptical about how their data is being collected by big corporations. And it makes sense why, B-Man. According to a 2021 report from KPMG, 70% of companies surveyed had expanded the amount of consumer data that they stored. And at the same time, Jazzy Boy, 86% of consumers said they were getting more concerned about data privacy in general. So now, B-Man, some companies actually try to hide what they're doing with our data because they know there'll be pushback. But the ACCC is planning to put a stop to this. They've recommended some big changes to the laws around our data. So this hefty fine could be the first page of a much longer story. Hmm. For our third and final story, Uber is shutting down Uber Rewards, its OG incentive program, and is ushering in a new world of Uber One. Gotta love that new Uber 
Uber One ad. What is happening here? Okay, so Uber Rewards is Uber's original loyalty program. It launched back in 2018. It was free. It worked on a point system where you'd earn points for every dollar you spent on rides or Uber Eats orders. And those points would earn you a discount on future Uber trips. Or future Uber snacks. But now, Uber's announced it's shutting down Uber Rewards in just a few weeks' time. The thing is, I'm wondering here, B-Man, why would Uber shut down a seemingly unproblematic program that people actually like? Well, this move is going to make room for the Uber One subscription membership. So what is the key learning here? Loyalty programs are all about ensuring that customers come back to your business time and time again. But for a while there, Uber was running two loyalty programs at once. We had one, Uber Rewards, the free airline-style point system. And Uber One, which was the premium reward subscription that customers actually paid for. But then, Uber realized something interesting. Mm -hmm. One in three Uber Eats orders were coming from paid subscribers. So they made the call that Uber One was the winning program. And decided to cut Uber Rewards altogether. You're gone. (laughs) Bye-bye. And B-Man, it looks like they've kind of followed in Amazon's lead with Uber One. Uh Uh-huh. That's because we know that Amazon Prime members spend around 86% more than non-members on average. So it'll be interesting to see just how much Uber can make from Uber One once it ditches Uber Rewards for good. Flux fam, the Flux Daily Newsletter is going bananas. I'm talking more subscribers, more readers, more people loving those memes and those gifts. We've got students, we've got lawyers, we've got investment bankers, and we've also got doctors reading the Flux Daily Newsletter. Join 35,000 others with the Flux Daily Newsletter. You will not regret that one. Head to flux.finance slash newsletter to sign up. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.